Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning for a return engagement, Brenda Day-Bevis today um, in the capacity of being a board member for the Longview Nonprofit Coalition. Very important organization in the Longview area and great to have Brenda back for an update. Good morning, Brenda. Great to have you with us. Good morning, John. It's great to be back with you. Don't forget In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Brenda, we've had you on the show several times now and always great to have you back. We've had you on as a representative of Doors Community Services Youth Transition Center, which happens to be a member of the Longview Nonprofit Coalition. But today, again, you're here as a board member for the coalition. Let's talk just a little bit again about what the coalition is, what it does, its real purpose. Well, John, it's an opportunity to pull all nonprofits together in the Longview community. It provides networking opportunities, provides training, mentoring, and even serves as a support group. Okay. Uh, networking opportunities, training, mentoring, those are fairly self-explanatory. We're going to talk a little bit more about those uh, not too, um, uh, well, in just a few more minutes, just to explain for anybody who's kind of a newbie to this whole type of venture. But uh, a support group, you, you tell me that that's mainly for executive directors of your member organizations. What are some of the different things that executive directors can do with regard to using uh, the coalition as a support group? It's really uh beneficial to be able to utilize one another as executive directors to bounce ideas off of each other to brainstorm um, to uh, you know the topics that we may discuss are with regard to um, motivating or securing volunteers um, sometimes you have a challenge or two with uh, board members and so you know to have um, each other to be able to to discuss uh, sometimes sensitive matters mm -hmm. with can can be really beneficial. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important, as we're going to talk about later in the show, it's uh, the Longview Nonprofit Coalition, but you don't even need to be a member of a nonprofit to be a member. So uh, you don't need to be a representative of a nonprofit to be a member of the coalition. And also... Uh, when you think in terms of the needs in the Longview area, just the different things, the things that, that your agency does, other agencies do to help people in need in Longview, it's important to note that having an organization like this makes all that work better. People may not know if they walk into an agency and they need help, they need uh, help getting their utility bills paid or if uh, they have an alcoholism problem or whatever. Uh, they may not re be thinking in those terms, but because of the Longview Nonprofit Coalition, you're able to serve all of these people in a much better fashion than you otherwise would. That's right, and that's one of the benefits of the monthly networking meetings because oftentimes uh, different nonprofits will uh, introduce new programs. Maybe through a new grant, they have been able to provide an additional service. And so when we come together on a monthly basis, we have the opportunity to share about our programming and certain events that are coming up and uh, resources that are available to uh, those in our community. And so it really enhances the collaboration am amongst all of our nonprofits in Longview. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as these networking meetings go, uh, was there anything else that you wanted to do with regard to explaining what that is? I think the term networking is pretty common in this day and age, but just to give you a chance to maybe go a little deeper into that if you like. Well, we all come together. We meet in uh, the Moshell Room at Longview Public Library, and 
the one of the things that always happens at the networking meetings is each month a different member organization will make a presentation about their organization and that lets us dig a little deeper into all of the services uh, and programming that each of these organizations has to offer to the community so there's great benefit when, with the facilitators uh, at each meeting and then we also have the opportunity to introduce ourselves and uh, it's a great opportunity when you have new staff members uh, for people to become familiar and exchange our business cards and our flyers and again uh, go around the room and share um, about programming opportunities that are av available so there's great benefit to pulling everybody together on a monthly basis so we all stay abreast of what is available and what's going on in our community and you say it's on a monthly basis is there a specific time you say it's in the Mochelle room at the library um, specific time or date for these meetings the second Tuesday of every month from noon until 1 Okay. And uh, contact information, let's get that on the table real quick. Uh, the mailing address for the Longview Nonprofit Coalition is P.O. Box 1213, Longview, Texas, 75606. You can also go to the website, which is nonprofitcoalition.org. Very easy to remember and use the online contact form. There is uh, no actual office for your organization, so you don't have a phone. But if you go online to that nonprofitcoalition.org and uh, just use that online contact form, it's easy to get the information and learn about membership, learn about the networking meetings and uh, just everything else that you have to offer. And when you send in that email, it comes to th three of us. Okay. And so we respond very quickly to to the emails that we receive. All right, very good. Now you have some uh, upcoming topics for networking meetings that you wanted to talk about and maybe one or two that you've recently had. Uh, one of the organizations that is uh, going to be uh, talked about at the uh, uh, networking meeting in the near future is Teen Court. Just a little bit about Teen Court and some of the things that people are going to be learning at that meeting. Well, we're going to learn about uh, exactly how Teen Court operates because we may have individuals in our organizations that are a part of the Teen Court process. Uh, I know Doors Youth Transition Center has. And so when we learn more about how they operate, what their purpose is, it helps us in our response uh, when we are serving the same participant. So Teen Court will share with us um, how um, it is a peer-related um, approach to resolving uh, some minor issues uh, uh, things of that nature citations things, and things like things that things like yes. that and it, mm -hmm. uh, it uh, basically uh, comes out of uh, the municipal court and the municipal court um, can uh, to, um, use a phrase that's often used in sports I guess farm out it's uh, some of its particular cases to the Tyler Teen Court. Let these kids be judged by their own peers for anything from speeding to just different uh, municipal court-related offenses and things that uh, um, youth may uh, uh, encounter. And it also gives the, the kids involved with Teen Court, I guess, a chance to uh, uh, learn a little bit from that angle about how the system works. If they maybe want to uh, become lawyers or judges or be involved in the criminal justice system as they uh, when they become adults. That's right. And part of the benefit as well is that the folks from Teen Court have learned uh, resources from other organizations. And so sometimes uh, with some of the students that they are uh, working with through that program, they can um, 
enhance other parts of their life by providing some uh, beneficial resources. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Brenda Day-Bevis today of the Longview Nonprofit Coalition. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus and a chance for you to plug your organization a little bit. We've had you on the air, I think, two or three times in the past talking about Doors Community Services Youth Transition Center. Uh, no time to go into a lot of detail about that today, but if you can just kind of quickly review what Doors does and some of the things that are going to be presented at, uh, when when you take the podium for your upcoming networking meeting? Well, DOORS is an acronym for Developing Opportunities, Realizing Success. So we serve 15 to 25-year-old young people that are having some challenges and facing some obstacles and transitioning into adulthood. Uh, We're very passionate about what we do, and we see um, just... Uh, large numbers of successes uh, with the young people that we serve in getting their life on track, stabilizing housing, helping with food, um, education. We have several in college. Uh, mm-hmm. Now more of our young people have uh, steady employment and on and on and on. Okay. And one of your more recent meetings involved an organization called Communities and Schools, which I think basically involves volunteers on campus just kind of helping out, um, doing things that maybe the teachers and other paid staff members don't have quite as much time to do as they otherwise would like to have communities and schools will provide a resource person on uh, campuses in which a school district invites them Mm -hmm. to and they will focus their time and effort and attention on at-risk students and so their involvement with the Longview nonprofit coalition has been extremely beneficial to the work that they do because they can connect many of those at-risk students on their campuses with other resources in the community. Mm-hmm. Okay, so three good examples right there of just some of the things people can learn more about at these networking meetings. And tell us again when they're held. It's at the Moshell Room of the Public Library on the second, second Tuesday. Tuesday of every month, okay. 12 o'clock noon. 12 o'clock noon, okay. Any kind of special lunch arrangements? Is it uh, a brown bag for the most part? Or You can certainly bring your brown bag um, but most people don't you know we're we're in there really engaged with one another but the opportunity is available okay so they eat earlier or they eat later and nice to have those options available to you training events are provided by tyler's east texas center for nonprofits, and that is operated out of the united way of smith county um i don't know that we've had them on the air in a while talk a little bit about the east texas center for nonprofits, if you would and what you term the great relationship that the Longview Nonprofit Coalition has had with them over the years? Well, I have the privilege of serving on the advisory committee for the East Texas Center for Nonprofits and uh, really value Gina Anderson and her team and the uh, quality training that they provide. So they bring training to Longview and a great benefit of being a member of the Longview Nonprofit Coalition is that for training that has a cost associated with it, member organizations receive a 10% discount. Mm-hmm. She also brings some training that has no cost associated with it, mm. and that's quite a blessing as well. In February, we have strategies for volunteer retention coming up in Longview. And in March, we're going to have an executive director's roundtable. The roundtable discussions are extremely valuable. And that's where a lot of the support group kind of um, feeling comes in with just gathering executive directors to discuss and uh 
challenging uh, issues that we face on a regular basis, and Gina facilitates all of those meetings. One thing that we're going to um, introduce in May is using Zoom uh, to have these meetings, so it will allow more people uh, from a broad geographical location to be able to engage in these meetings, so that's a real enhancement that's going to be coming our way. Um, so we have training scheduled uh, throughout the year provided by the East Texas Center for Nonprofits. Okay. Um, are there other training sessions coming up that you maybe wanted to talk a little bit about? Well, in the Take summer, us through the end of the year if you can. Well, she has um, training scheduled through September. So in the summer, she's going to focus on the executive director roundtables as well. Um, effective advocacy is going to be provided on September the 10th. Um, and we're going to have a session back in May about managing and motivating ourselves and our team. And so I really am excited about seeing what's going to be presented and taught um, to us at, at that time. Because I'll tell you, John, uh, working in a nonprofit is, is a challenge. Um, typically, uh, pay rates are, are lower and benefits um, are sometimes non-existent and the passion is uh, strong and powerful and there can be burnout very easily mm -hmm. so to see what she has to share about motivating ourselves along with our teams i'm really excited about that oh, okay and uh, the one in september is the last one you have scheduled so far Where, yes, sir. okay yeah just a couple of observations here um i do this show every week and i have interacted over the years with numerous representatives of nonprofits, educational organizations, governmental organizations. And uh, one thing I've noticed is that these people come in to their jobs with a lot of training, a lot of background. When a board of directors chooses, for example, an executive director, they want the best person that they can get. But that doesn't mean the work is finished. There is always something new to learn. You can always get better and to keep your job and to keep the quality of um, services uh, at a high level in Longview or Tyler or anywhere. Th this training is not just nice to have. It it's really essential, isn't it? Well, and you want to stay abreast of the trends uh, that are going on in the nonprofit world. And so the training is essential. I, I will never forget my retired pastor of 40 years. He always said, be a lifelong learner. And I learned that in my early 20s from him. And so these training events um, are, are really significant to me because I want to continue learning and doing the best that I can do in, in my capacity. Mm -hmm. And you've been involved in the nonprofit world for quite a while yourself as executive director of Doors and just uh, in different capacities as well. So Almost 10 years. Ask the woman who knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, John Sims on In Focus this morning. Our guest is Brenda Day Bevis, a board member of the Longview Nonprofit Coalition. To get in touch, it's nonprofitcoalition.org. Use that online contact form if you like. Very easy to find. Go to that website, go to contact, and it'll be right there. Uh, mailing address is P.O. Box 1213, Longview, Texas, 75606. 
You have a big event coming up in the spring that you really want to talk about now, and this is the Volunteer Luncheon coming up on Tuesday, April 17th. Mark your calendars if you haven't already. It's going to be at Maud Cobb Convention Center in conjunction with National Volunteer Day and lots to talk about there. It's going to be a lot of fun and another, I think, great learning opportunity. We love the Volunteer Luncheon because we have the opportunity to celebrate almost 700 people uh, in Longview that on a weekly basis are sharing their time and their talents, um, their abilities as volunteers with our area nonprofits. Okay. And uh, anything specific that you wanted to talk about that's going to be coming up at this lunch? And I understand you have an MC who uh, I think had to take a year off from maternity leave, but she's back and you're glad to have her. Well-known face around East Texas. That's right. We love Casey Koviak from KETK. So she is back with us this year after giving birth to a beautiful daughter uh, last spring. And um, we are looking forward to having Casey back. Casey has um, a background um, and a heart for nonprofit work and uh, has a very compassionate heart for the needs of all of our East Texas community. So she really brings something special to this event every time that she emcees. And she brings a, a keynote word to us and it is always powerful john and it is very meaningful and it is she motivates and she encourages so we are really looking forward to hearing casey again on april the 17th okay remember how many times she's uh, done this it sounds like she's kind of a regular with this will be her third time with third us. time okay and uh, volunteers across your community are honored and celebrated for the extraordinary work they do this is really important isn't it, it, it it, it's kind of a thank you plus. Really, it, doesn't it just keep those volunteers motivated and inspired to keep doing the work that they're doing? Well, absolutely it does. Each organization has the opportunity to highlight a volunteer. And so um, that gets to happen. And those volunteers are presented with a certificate and um, a beautiful photo is on the, the screen. Um, you know, I don't think there's a single organization uh, that could function uh, to the level that we function without our volunteers. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely necessary. Uh, most nonprofits' budgets are uh, quite small, and there's a lot of work that we uh, try to do with uh, limited resources. And so the volunteers are absolutely crucial in us being able to meet our mission. Mm -hmm. Uh, the theme of um, this volunteer lunch on April 17th in Maud Cobb is You've Got a Friend. I don't know if I'm hearing James Taylor or Carol King singing in the back of my mind right now. but um, Both tell, of tell them us, are my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> tell us a little bit about that, and I understand that there's a special rendition of that song. Not with James and Carol, but close enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, every year we change the theme, so and every organization decorates their table usually according to the theme, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out this year uh -huh. but sergeant darren lair from the longview police department will be singing for us this year and um 
he's going to be singing You've Got a Friend, and somebody's going to kind of back him up a little bit and add a little harmony to that song. Okay. Do we know who that person is, or do we want to... Uh, well, it might be me. It might be you. Well, yes, as sir. many other responsibilities as you've <laughs> taken on, I'm sure you're up to this one if you're the one who draws the lucky number. Okay, that's April 17th, the Volunteer Appreciation Luncheon, Volunteer Luncheon, actually. Uh, April 17th, Maud Cobb, in conjunction with National Volunteer Day, and there's a deadline to reserve your place, and that's, what, two weeks ahead of time, April 3rd? April the 3rd. So um, we will be posting the sign-up sheet on our website in a matter of days. All right. And that website, again, is nonprofitcoalition.org with a little bit of a www in front of it, as per usual. Um, What else is going on? We have the uh, – we've talked about training, the monthly networking meetings – and uh, now the Volunteer Appreciation Luncheon. You also have an annual meeting. This is looking ahead a few months. It happens each September. Tell us about the annual meeting and what happens there. Uh, at the annual meeting is the opportunity for everybody to renew their membership. Um, also, we elect uh, board members mm-hmm. at that meeting, and we present uh, training schedules and uh, the speaker schedules for the networking meeting. So a lot of things happen at that annual meeting in September, and we're looking forward to it. Okay. Additional lunch reservations. See, each organization with a paid membership for the current coalition year gets two complimentary lunches, and additional lunch reservations may be made for $5 apiece. And while we're talking about that and talking about things like the volunteer luncheon, it sounds like you don't have to be a member to attend some of these activities and events, but it helps if you are. Well, it absolutely helps if you are. Uh, The membership fee is a very nominal fee, um, but we just want to pull people together because we want to uh, encourage and support uh, the nonprofits in our area to be the absolute best that they can be. we uh, have such fun time in December, John, when we have our Christmas luncheon. Uh, we were talking yesterday in our board meeting about how much fun it was in December just listening to everybody chatting and all the giggles and just the fun time and we, you know, the games that we played. Um, so it's kind of a, a, a time to let everybody prop their feet up for a minute because the work that we do in the nonprofit world is pretty grueling and um, emotional, actually, at times. Mm -hmm. So it can be a bit draining. So those uh, times that we can get together, like at the volunteer luncheon or the kickoff uh, meeting in September or the Christmas luncheon, is a nice little uh, bright spot and relief in the busyness of our work. Okay. Well, I think we spent maybe the last 22 minutes and 18 seconds or so talking about why it's such a good idea to be involved with the Longview Nonprofit Coalition and the importance of the work that it does. Um, you had, Do you know off the top of your head how many members you have right now? I know there are quite a few. If you don't have an exact number, that's fine. I was just curious. I believe there's 60... 60-plus members, Okay, and that's organizations, not individuals. Organizations. organizations, yeah, and that's a lot, but uh, there are some that are not members, and um, you're always looking around for folks to join in and be a part of it all. It's and, never too late to join. Okay, so there are nonprofits in the area that are not members. There are uh, church organizations that use volunteers. They can be members, too. And uh, tell us a little bit about—we were talking about this earlier—some of the organizations and people— who might want to join the Longview Nonprofit Coalition, even if they're not 
representatives of nonprofit organizations. Interesting angle there. That's right. We have some members that are with for-profit organizations, but it, um, it, it can be really beneficial to their work as well to become aware of the resources that are available um, in Longview. And so um, they, they join and they participate in the networking meetings, uh, mainly absorbing a lot of mm-hmm. information that can really help their work. So uh, there are individuals uh, that, that join and participate that are not associated with any organization. Sometimes they're retired individuals, and, and I think they come to us more from the angle of just their volunteerism and mm-hmm. wanting to be aware of, of what's available and what's going on in our nonprofit world uh, there in our area. So next big question, how do you join? Go to the website, and there is a link on the website. And uh, the uh, document, the, the form to fill out is right there, and there is a, a button where you can pay with the credit card the, the membership fee. So it's very, very easy process right. uh, to join. Annual membership dues, $60 per organization. Is that a, a blanket fee, or do you have a different fee? Does, does anybody or any, or any individual or organization pay $60? Is That's that how right. it works? That's okay. right. Okay, yeah. And um, it's, it's a bargain, John. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Just based on what some of these things you're talking about, you might pay sixty dollars for just any one of those, based That's on right. my own experience. So I think you have a very good point there. Now, membership runs September 1st through August 31st, and a good way of remembering that would be to remember that the annual meeting is held each September, and that's just something that people are going to need to know if um, they, uh, you know, so they'll be ready when 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 it's time to pay their dues again. If they want to join right now, here it is, Jan. January. Uh, Will that that membership run through the uh, end of August? Is that how it works? It it would. And if they join now, that would give them the opportunity to uh, participate in the volunteer luncheon because it's member organizations that can reserve tables Mm -hmm. uh, to recognize their volunteers at that event. So you need to be a member to participate in the Volunteer Appreciation Luncheon. Okay. Uh, Brenda Day-Bevis with the Longview Nonprofit Coalition. She's a board member. She's our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Longview Nonprofit Coalition can be reached by mail, P.O. Box 1213, Longview 75606, or you can use the online contact form, and that is conveniently found at nonprofitcoalition.org, where you can learn just so much about the Longview Nonprofit Coalition, not as much as maybe you're going to learn on this wonderful show, but <laughs> it's a good start. One of the things that you mentioned earlier in the show um, about broadening your geographic base, I think that came under the heading of one specific activity that you're involved with. Tell us, first of all, the Longview Nonprofit Coalition. Is it uh, just made up right now of Longview-based agencies? Is it Gregg County? What do we mean by broadening that geographic base? We actually don't have any geographic boundaries. Okay. So we have members from Marshall, uh, from Hallsville and surrounding areas. So anybody and everybody is welcome uh, to join that. One of the references about the geographic um, location was with regard to the East Texas Center for Nonprofits using Zoom Mm -hmm. on your computer for some upcoming training. Mm -hmm. So that is a beautiful thing because even uh, those in more remote or rural areas or those that have time constraints 
uh, with their work. For example, I'm a board member for East Texas for the Longview Nonprofit Coalition, but I'm the executive director for a nonprofit, so mm-hmm. I have more than a full-time job responsibility. And so sometimes um, I can't even take the time to drive. But with Zoom, with a lot of this training, I can stay right in my office and get on that computer and still get to participate in that. So that is going to be, um, I think, a blessing to all of all of the East Texas area because Tyler folks, everybody will be participating with this new approach to training. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you mentioned Marshall, you mentioned Hallsville, Tyler, uh, just Henderson. I mean, you, you, we could start calling out the names of different East Texas communities right now that might want to have some kind of affiliation with what's going on in Longview. As far as sharing resources, there may be people who live in one community and work in another. So uh, anybody who can hear this show today might uh, want to consider joining, I would think, or uh, might know somebody else who would uh, be interested in joining. So Absolutely. certainly want to keep that in mind. Absolutely. Uh, Brenda Day-Bevis with the Longview Nonprofit Coalition is our guest this morning on In Focus. Um, again, www.nonprofitcoalition.org is the website. And as we get ready to wrap up the show, I think maybe if we kind of review some of the things we've talked about, Longview Nonprofit Coalition, lots of benefits of membership there. Networking opportunities, training, mentoring. It operates as a support group. Several interesting topics coming up um, under the auspices of networking meetings. Doors Community Services Youth Transition Center. Brenda's agency is going to be presenting one. You'll have teen court coming up. You may have just missed communities and schools, but uh, you have those, what, once a month, I believe. So there will be a lot of interesting, interesting networking meetings coming along. Training events provided by Tyler's East Texas Center for Nonprofits, Gina Anderson. And that's, of course, affiliated with the uh, Smith County United Way. So that's... A great opportunity as well. And don't forget the volunteer luncheon coming up April 17th at uh, Maud Cobb Convention Center with Casey Koviak from KETK as the MC and a special rendition of You've Got a Friend, which just happens to be the theme of the event. We are out of time, but Brenda Day-Bevis, thanks so much for joining us today. Keep doing the great work you do and certainly stay in touch with us. Thank you, John. It has been my pleasure to be here today. Brenda Day-Bevis with the Longview Nonprofit Coalition, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week on In Focus.